You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Mark. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trophy Wars. This is episode 318. I'm your host, Tricky Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, Alex. Yes, back for the second week. Uh, how's everybody doing? Sweet. I. Also with us, he brings you awesome whenever he decides to show up to record. He's I yield to no one. In the pre-show, I started off with a Rangers joke. And he's the master of the dual screens. He's Mr. Stephen Fontana. I got my iced coffee ready. I applied deodorant under the pits. I am ready to go. Let's do this thing. Oh, my God. Just, uh, listeners, if I sound a little tired, it's because I actually woke up at 9.30 this morning. Uh, Currently, there is a 12-hour stream for Harvey Relief going on that I started. And then stopped to do this recording, because I love you guys, and didn't want to miss an episode of Trophy Yours. And then as soon as I'm done recording, I'm going back to streaming. Yay! Yay! Streaming for, for a good cause. Streaming for a good cause. What's the link yeah, for I, that there? Uh, I, 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 I don't want to seem like I'm not enthusiastic. I'm just really damn tired. Uh, Twitch.tv Twitch. slash Proven Gamer. Is that what we're doing? Is that where the stream is being hosted? Yes, but that's gonna it's going to be a little delayed because this show is going to come out three days after the stream. It's all right. Go there and donate anyway. True. Uh, let's do as we do every week and give you an updated trophy count. I am level 33, total trophies of 8,322, with a plaque count of 77. I am Alex. level 29. I have 92 platinums in 91 games, and I have... I have six thousand two hundred and seventy-six trophies. Sorry, I was uh, I was looking at my trophy count and I actually switched it away momentarily, so I was kind of uh, I was like, no, no, I'm on the air. I can't fuck this up. Shit, fucked it up. <laughs> Yield. I am a whopping level twenty-five with a thrilling trophy count of four seven eight one and an astronomical platinum count of nine seventy-one. I almost said ninety-one. I'm reading Alex's. <laughs> And Steve. I am going for a world record of my seventh week without pinging a single trophy. I am still level uh, 14, 1740 in my trophy. I got my four platinums, and we'll get to uh, the the horrendous game that I'm playing that uh, is not giving me any damn trophies. It's not a horrendous game. It's just a horrendous trophy game. Continue. Are you uh, are you going for the Hockey Talks record with the, the consecutive weeks? <laughs> I am, I'm trying. I'm, I'm really trying. <laughs> I literally and, chose the worst two games to play for trophies. And Sid is level 26, total trophies of 5,422, with a playoff count of 67. Now, before we get into what we're playing, Yield, I know the answer to this question already, but did you happen to listen to last week's episode? No. All right. I posed a question. I guess you just sit you're here. I'll ask you. And I will pose an answer. Uh, how do you feel about Mr. Sid keeping up on your platinum count. It is what it is, man. Mr. I'm going to fast tricky. Now you're going to get fast by Sid. 
It's all right. You're still only six away from me. Yeah, I'm about to pop three of them, though. Yeah, you say that, too. Let me guess. Horizon's not one of them. Oh! Horizon oh. is one. I'm actually going to play Horizon uh, after we're done recording. I'm going to pop the platinum. Wait, hold on. Didn't you say last, oh, didn't you say last week you got the platinum in Horizon already? That's a bold move, Cotton. I did not say that. He said he was a few trophies away and that he plans on pinging it th during the streams. Come on. Never cross the streams. Un unless <laughs> you're trying no, to get rid of Gozer. Not want to cross. Oh, you ain't gone. Say yes. <laughs> All right, let's get into what we're playing. I'm going to start it off simple. Uh, today, I have been playing Infamous Second Son, even though I have the Platinum already, just because it is the new hotness on the PlayStation Plus network. So I'm doing that on the stream. But like I said... Afterwards, I'm going to pop the Horizon Platinum, and then shortly after that, if I have enough time, I'm going to be popping the Lost Legacy Platinum. So, uh, at, after that, uh, I played a little bit of Fortnite, but that was, excuse me, I was playing a little bit of Fortnite, but that was only for a few minutes, and then I went in my, uh, on my bi-weekly mission to go get my uh, supply drop in the division, and then I dropped out of the game. So, that's all that I've been playing. Alex, what about you, sir? So, after plugging in my PS4 again, after going back to the PS3 to take care of some downloadable content, I downloaded one of the PlayStation Plus free games for this month for the Instant Game Collection, and have been playing Infamous Second Son. And I'm not too far into it. I've beaten the first mission, Welcome to Seattle, and I'm just kind of roaming around Seattle right now, trying to get rid of some hidden cameras, and just heal people, heal civilians, and just do little stuff before I, I get too far into the main missions. So I'm just kind of collecting charge at this point, trying to get stronger. Uh, I will say that I feel like the game's beginning. I didn't really really know how to feel about this game at first, because the first Infamous, I didn't play Infamous 2, I played Festival of Blood, and I had the Platinum in, Inf in the original Infamous. The original Infamous kind of drops you in the open world right away, where Second Son kind of leads up to it. There's a little bit more story to it, and you actually have to get to Seattle before you're actually in this kind of open, like, sandbox setting. And I didn't know really how I felt about that. Uh, I know I've talked about how I don't like open world games and all the missions they present to you all at once in in the past. But, you know, like the whole, like, I felt like the beginning to Infamous lasted, or Infamous Second Son lasted too long. Like, it took me too long to get to the open world. And it wasn't really, like, even an hour or anything like that. I just am not used to playing an Infamous game where I'm not immediately in the open world. So I wasn't really that keen on it at first, but now that I have a little bit more freedom, I, I'm starting to like it a little better. I loved, uh, I loved that they give you the powers pretty much right off the bat. Basically, like, your basic power sets right off the bat, and then and the missions that you do in the open world, they're, they're almost like, uh, there's like four or five different types of missions, but they and they're all kind of like sequestered together so like you can do a whole group of one type of mission get them all done on the map and then go to the next ones and then you know that that's what I liked about it I liked the, I liked that structure because it was a little less overwhelming and what I the only thing that I say against Infamous Second Son is the when you're doing your good playthrough it's very easy to go evil so you have to be very careful that's why with like most Infamous games I recommend you know when if you're going if you're going to go for the Platinum uh, obviously, you have to beat the game on expert mode. You know, do your easy run on normal or easy, and then crank it up to expert for the evil run because it's 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 so much easier to do the expert run on evil when you're not worrying about civilians and everybody else. Lightweight. 
It's true though. I mean, it, if if you're doing a, a if you're giving out tips for trophies, that's definitely true. And that's what I what I plan on doing because I'm Tricky and I were going over it when we were talking one day, and uh, I'm not too far like not too far from the platinum in that game. I have to do a couple of playthroughs, so you know who Maybe plays on. Strategy. You know who plays on easy. Tricky noobs. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not saying play on easy. What I'm saying is, if you if you want to go through the game, and you're not and you're playing your good playthrough, <coughs> excuse me, play that first. I would do that. Yes, I would do that on normal or easy, depending on whatever setting you want. Well, you didn't say but that. You said play on easy. No, I didn't. He said normal and easy. Come on now. No. What do you got? Corn carbs in your ears, son? Yes. <laughs> Yield. What do you play? Do what now? What do you play? See, I have been playing some everybody's golf. Uh, are you cheating like Homer? No, I'm not. There are some tornado cup holes. I tend to play the official tournaments that way. It uh, everything. Good counts. man. Uh, yeah, listen, I I got to cut you off for a second. All right, Homer. It is not. I understand that the tornado holes are part of the game. It is not that you're getting eagles and birdies and holes in one with the tornado cup. It's the fact that you're bragging about it like you're doing some major accomplishment in which a, a child could hit the ball within five feet of a cup and then all of a sudden the tornado brings it into the cup and, oh, oh my God, hole in one. You're not accomplishing oh, anything, uh, Homer. He just, Stop he, bragging. He, he, he just equated Homer to a child. Um, it's on like Donkey Kong. Um, oh, Homer is a child. Let's see here. I've been, serious. I've been playing everybody's golf. I've gotten back into some Rocket League and popped some trophies in DLC, uh, Mad Max, Horizon, some Baseball Riot, and there's one other game I think I've been playing. Can't think of it right now. I think that's it. All right, take that, take that out of the show. Uh, Steven, Steven, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Pillars of Eternity still. I'm still getting used to how that game is, and that is, again, I still have not pinged a single trophy in that game. I am now approaching seven to nine hours played in this game. Yes, I die a lot. It took a lot of getting used to uh, the, the game's mechanics. Um, for example, I had no idea that there was a separate uh, spells tab. Had no idea until I was a good five, six hours into playing the game. So um, definitely a learning curve there. Um, I've still been playing per, uh, Persona 4 Golden on my commute to work, uh, and I, it's been a very long time since I pinged the trophy in that too. So those are the two games I've been playing PlayStation-wise. Actually, I started up um, Infamous First Light uh, because I had not played that. I downloaded it a long time ago, and I never played it. Uh, started it up, and as soon as I did, my, my newborn went, just started crying, just for an hour straight could not get her to stop crying so i wasn't able to play that but that's it all right let's get into our topics we don't have many topics this week uh but i have a feeling that when we get to our topic of the week we're gonna have or we actually we have two topics of the weeks uh let's clean this some, shit up uh, oh wait sorry was that too early on there our for <sighs> way too early <laughs> never too early uh, but somebody that has been cleaning up is the Humble Bundle with their money raised for charity. Humble Bundle has now given over $100 million to charities like the American Red Cross, uh, American Cancer Society, and Doctors Without Borders. 
The company announced its fundraising milestone today, uh, which was a couple days ago, adding that the Humble Origin Bundle in 2013 and the Humble Freedom Bundle were the two top promotions, both generating $10.3 million and $6.7 million, uh, respectively. Uh, for those unfamiliar with the Humble Bundle, it lets you play what you pay what you want for a collection of games, and you can even dictate where the money goes, such to with developers or the charities. Uh, it's a great thing for, you know, you can go in and get 10 games and pay $15. Uh, you know, and all the money goes straight to charity. One uh, it's, penny! It's, uh, worth noting that the Humble Bundle, uh, has, has reached $50 million in four and a half years. And to, to hit the $100 million, it was shorter than three years after that. So. It's a, it's a great thing, man. I, I... I had purchased the game off of that a long time ago, um, and it was just buried in my inbox all the, the when new deals come out. And then I found it, and so I I took it out of spam or, or whatever. It was getting like Google was like auto saving it into like a subfolder or something like that. So I put it in my main inbox, and there are some awesome awesome deals on games. You can get games for two three dollars. Sometimes they have just individual games that you could buy for up to like ninety five percent off, um, and all again all of the money goes to charity so it's definitely a good cause if you're ever looking for you know a new game to play and and you want it on the cheap definitely a place that you should go to sign up well it, it's worth noting that uh a majority of the time the humble bundle does give you uh all steam games and windows games and sometimes it's origin and sometimes it, they do actually give you uh, uh console games uh, just to give you an idea of the humble bundle if you're not familiar with it right now i just looked up humble the humble bundle uh, that's currently going on right now, which uh, I'm gonna see how long this is going for. This is still going for another nine days. Uh, if you only want to pay one dollar, you're gonna get all for uh, Steam, Rollers of the Realm, Xeno Clash 2, Sonic Adventures 2, Bionic Commando, and Citizens of Earth. If you pay an average of six dollars and eighty-seven cents, you're gonna get all the games I previously mentioned plus. Renegade Ops Collection, Sonic Generations Collection, Resident Evil 4, Dead Rising, and Tesla Effect, a Tex Murphy Adventure. And if you pay $12, you're going to get every single game I mentioned so far, plus Motorsport Manager and Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition. I uh, I don't know if anyone else has played Renegade Ops, but I can confirm that's a very fun twin-stick shooter. Uh, yes, it isometric is. Isometric twin-stick shooter, yeah. Uh you know the bit. I, I've only bought into one humble bundle, but I think I have to say, in my opinion, it's the best one ever made. Uh, you know, someone can could combat combat me on that, but subjectively, it, it's the, my favorite one ever. And uh, of the th of the five games in the bundle, three of them were Limbo, Psychonauts, and Bastion. Which, yeah, when it was released, I think might have been back in two thousand thirteen because I've had Bastion on my computer for years, but I didn't play it until I've got it on the PS four this year. But um, one of the one of the cool th like that that to me like those three games are like alone are worth like sixty bucks or like a hundred bucks. But the fact that I could get them on the cheap plus two other games plus the soundtracks for all of those games is like it makes Humble Bundle worth it. Um, and and I can't remember how much I paid, but uh, I probably I feel like I paid like fifteen or twenty bucks. But uh, it's definitely I mean it's all going to charity, so I mean it's it's a fantastic cause. Yeah, they uh. The, and the good thing is, you know, you can pay with your credit card, you can pay with PayPal, and you can actually pay with Amazon. So, you could be uh, doing a lot of things with Amazon lately. 
You can uh, pretty much do everything with Amazon. I think it's going to get to the point where you could take a poop at your house and Amazon will come wipe your butt for you for a fee. The, well, no, well, they won't come to your house. They'll send a drone. That that <laughs> might be kind of rough. They'll, they'll, they'll send a drone for you to shit in. <laughs> just be a little drone. It'll open up. You're just sitting there. It's got a bidet and everything, and it just takes your shit somewhere. It, ta- it, it takes your shit to, like, a medical research facility where they can make, like, medicine out of it, like, I'm telling Amazon's everywhere. I will say that that'll save on wastewater oh. costs for your water bill. Exactly. Speaking taking speaking of taking the shit, apparently Nintendo is making taking a huge shit on console sales with the Nintendo Switch. It's again the best selling console and officially it is the best selling console of August of this year. According to results published by the NPD group, Nintendo Switch once again has came out on top of the console sales in the US. Switch has been on the top console in four of the six months of its availability. The top-selling game for August 2017 was Madden NFL 18, followed by Grand Theft Auto 5, the game that seemingly cannot be stopped and is, and when it comes to generating revenue for Take-Two Interactive. Both hardware and software sales have been uh, spent and have fell off the same period last year. According to NPD, growth from Nintendo Switch was offset by the decline of Xbox One and legacy platform sales. Overall, hardware spending has grown 17% versus 2016, up to $1.7 billion. The top-selling games uh, by revenue in August of 17, according to the NPD Group, are, is Madden NFL 18, Grand Theft Auto 5, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Splatoon 2, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, Mario Kart 8, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, and Overwatch. I will never get used to you calling it Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. I mean, you, you say it how you want. It's just my friend. I've lived in the Midwest my entire life, so my friends and I have always called it Mario. So it's just something I'm not used to. And since we're a PlayStation podcast, we don't talk about Mario. I know. I Mario. say Mario. Mario. No. Mario. Mar. Potato, potato. Potato, me. potato, Mario. Mario, Mario. See? There. You said it right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a me, it's a Mario. Here we go. I, I, I half expect you to make some comment about Crash Bandicoot being up there. Uh, yes, in Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy has done very well, and it should because it's probably one of the best games to come out in a long time, even though it's a remake or a, uh, a remaster of the old games that came out in the late 90s. Uh, Middle to late well, 90s. Uh, speaking of the late 90s, we have some sad news. Bruce Straley, who joined Naughty Dog in the late 90s, 1999 to be exact, has officially left the company. Bruce Straley, co-director of both The Last of Us and Uncharted 4 Thieves End, has announced his departure from the developer Naughty Dog. In a post on Naughty Dog's official site, Straley wrote that, quote, this has been the hardest decision of my career, end quote, and that he has no current announcement about what his next steps will be. He did say, however, that he intends to, quote, continue the journey into the creative process. As I said, Straley began his time at Naughty Dog in 1999, working as a texture artist on a Crash Team Racing as the company's 15th employee ever hired. Quote, from day one, I knew I was surrounded by some of the most talented, driven, and passionate people in the industry. They were pushing themselves to do things beyond what they even thought was possible, which in turn pushed me, and I loved it. Uh... 
That's the end quote. Following artist work on Jack and Daxter series, Straley worked on the Uncharted series since its first entry on the PS3 back in 07. It's perhaps the most well known. He's po- perhaps well best well known for directing uh, The Last of Us and Uncharted 4, Thieves End with Neil Druckmann, who continues to work at the studio as director of on, uh, The Last of Us Part 2. Late last year, Naughty Dog revealed that Straley would not be returning for The Last of Us sequel, instead of having taken a year off sabbatical after the development of Uncharted 4 concluded. Straley has thanked his creative partners at the studio in his farewell, including uh, Neil Druckmann, Amy Hennon, as well as company, company's founders Andy Gavin and Jason Rubin, and also former co-president Christoph Balistra, Balastra, uh, I, don't, I don't know how you say your name, uh, who also left Naughty Dog earlier this year. Uh, Shirley goes on to say in his last piece, uh, last thing is here is and a sincere thanks to the fans knowing that I was part of creating something that touched or moved any of you made this whole thing worthwhile and now I too get to anticipate the next Naughty Dog masterpiece now while it's sad that Shirley was leaving should we be concerned that there are some big key names leaving Naughty Dog here recently uh, I was actually thinking that when I put this on the agenda because after you read that list of people that have left, it's like those are all the big people besides Neil Druckmann, at least the people that were at the forefront that we knew, like saw in Games Press articles that were up front doing interviews. Like those are the people we knew. Kind of, I guess you would say the rock stars of Naughty Dog, uh, the co-founders. Um, so I mean, uh, did wait? Did you say Evan Wells was he on that too? Evan Wells was in the article, but he did he did thank him. But Evan Wells is the co-president that's still he, there. Cause he, okay, because he and Andy Gavin were the ones who founded it. So, okay, I was just thinking. Well, no, I was no, trying no. To say, Andy, like, Andy Gavin and Jason Rubin are the ones that founded it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I knew that, uh, that Wells is one of the big names, so like I didn't hear him. So I was like, okay, well, I don't want to say all the big names. But, I mean, obviously they're like a, a crew of talented people, and they have you know continued to make great games just, just, despite the departures. But it's like... You know, with Bruce Straley, it's like he's been there for, like, pretty much the most important times in Naughty Dog's growth. You know, from Crash Team Racing on, like, that's where, like, they evolved so much from Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot was a huge step, and it, it, it was a huge step for PlayStation in general. But for, you know, Naughty Dog, their biggest evolutions have come probably between Jack and Daxter and Uncharted. And he's been there for that. Uh, and, you know, I can understand after 15 years that you say, okay, well, I've done this for 15 years it's time for something new. Even if it's not in the games industry, like, I think we can all understand where he's coming from, but it's still kind of concerning and always concerning to see, because, I mean, like, Nintendo has a bunch of talented people working for them, but when, you know, they lost Satoru Iwata when he passed away a few years ago, or for some reason if, you know, um, Shigeru Miyamoto ever said, I want to retire, like, people would be concerned, because I was like, okay, we don't know who these other people are, we know that there's talented people there, we just don't know these figureheads that are going to be taking over the process now. So, I mean, it, it is kind of concerning, but, you know, Naughty Dog is a world-class developer. They work for Sony. They're part of Sony. I, I Honestly, like, I, until further notice, I don't think, until we start to see a decline in their games, I don't think there's any reason to think they'll miss a beat. Well, you, you know that Bruce Riley leaving is big news when you got Rolling Stone reporting it. Well, yeah, because, I mean, like, The Last of Us and Uncharted were such big mainstream games, uh, and Bruce Daly, Bruce Straley became a household name like Neil Druckmann. But, you know, he's... I mean, a lot of times when you see someone leave in a studio, it's it's not a huge thing. It's like, okay, well, that's, you know, good for them for, you know, finding something else to do. But, I mean, this this feels huge 
because he's been there for so long and he's such a big figurehead. But again, and you know, I have faith in Naughty Dog and the people that work there. There have been people that have worked under Straley, people that have worked with Straley that clearly know what they're doing too. Straley can't make The Last of Us or Uncharted by himself, and you know, Straley and even so, it, it takes more than two or three people to make a game. Yeah, and typically, in, in you know, situations like this, a somebody in the upper management usually has three to five people below them uh and they they have very basically they they take i mean it's 18 years he, he joined the company 18 years ago right yeah 18 years ago so it took him a long time to get the clout that he has now over the last you know six or so years so there's got to be other people in the wings that have been working under him that are going to take it over and that that have that culture they have that mindset they have that vision um, otherwise, he, w- he honestly, he probably wouldn't leave um, if he had more to give. But these guys can probably run the show on their own now, and uh, these guys and gals. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's concerning from a fan standpoint. But as looking through through it, uh, the eyes of like uh, the game develop game development community. Like if I could put my my face or my brain in their in their skulls and look at it from that point of view. I think this is a great thing for the for the new up and comers or the people that have been working for the past ten you know past decade since Uncharted One um, came out. That this is their time now. That they they can grab the reins and 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 continue the legacy. That it's that it's have, it's not a lost legacy, huh? Huh? Um, oh Jesus! No, I don't know. I don't know where I got fifteen years tricky. Did you say fifteen years? Uh, he was a he was a okay. director, I think. For he was a director in some okay, capacity, well, I, I think, for fifteen years. But he started in nineteen. No, 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 no. The fifteen's coming from he was Naughty oh, okay. Dog's fifteen. Okay, well then he was. Oh yeah, right, right. He started. He started working. Okay, well then Naughty I apologize for saying fifteen years for how long he's worked there because clearly simple math will tell you it's actually eighteen. So Stephen is correct. <laughs> Well, I wasn't trying to correct you. I was he, just saying he, that. It yes, he was. I wanted, I wanted, wanted to correct myself. The first uh, game to make sure everyone knew that I... Hey, bleh, the first I wanted to correct myself d- so everyone didn't think that I was an idiot or a jerk. So. Okay, the first game he directed was the original Uncharted back in 07. Right, so took him eight years to get to that point. So, and And it's been ten years since that came out, so there's definitely people, just like he started... There's people that were below him that are gonna take that sh- shit over, and uh, we're gonna get some awesome games. So, not to mention that if Bruce Straley goes out and joins another team or starts his own studio, that's just another person making games for us. All right, that is gonna bring us to the end of our topics. So at this time, we're gonna go to Sid for this week's Sophie's Trophy. Hello and welcome to Sophie's Trophies, episode 11. As always, I am Sid and hope you guys are all okay. Um, First things first is I just want to say happy birthday to Trophy Horse, which is seven years old. Um, I'm sure you'll all agree that is a remarkable achievement to keep a podcast running for that long. So well done, guys, and here's to the next seven years. Um, This week's game is a game called Coffin Dodgers. Uh, think Mario Kart with old people. Um, the game itself is not as good as Mario Kart, I will admit. But then again, not much is. Um, but it's fun, you know, it's comedic. The whole premise is death has come to a retirement village to take the souls of the old people. And they have said to him, 
tell you what, we'll race you for our souls. Uh, that's the basic premise. Uh, it sets up quite an easy little game. Um, Trophy-wise, uh, the Platinum is 28.3% rarity. And uh, if you give me a second, we'll go through some of the uh, trophies. Okay, uh, a gold. My cart is augmented by an upgrade. That's a 53.2. Uh, quite a common trophy, that one. Let's have a look and see what rare trophies they've got in this. Um, okay, bear with me. He was a skater boy. That's a rare trophy at 29%, which is a silver. Knock five skaters off the road. Uh, paper boy the hard way, again, rare, 30.5%, run over five bikers. Um, and then you have lots of other different types of trophies, but there's uh, get all gold races in town, uh, get all gold races in the farm, these are all rare trophies and these are golds, uh, get all gold races in the graveyard, you know, uh, win races basically, you have to come first. Now, the thing is with this game, to win a gold trophy, you cannot replay a race in the story mode. You have to play through it and just go through. So you could either go through the game, come in the top positions and get through it and then start a new story with an upgraded uh, motor scooter, which is what they're all riding, um, or just keep replaying the races until you win. Either way, it's not going to take you too long. Um, now, there are trophies for getting kills with uh, your weapons and that is hose 20 oldies with an uzi that's called feeling lucky am i missing an eyebrow expertly explode 20 pensioners with the use of a rocket uh, and general things like that uh, technophobic use emp 20 times successfully so my tip for today because um, i've actually got a tip this time is for the kill trophies the best way to do it is set yourself up on a um, co-op game split screen um, and use your character to basically hit the other character with whatever weapon you pick now you have to keep driving over suitcases these unlock different the weapons you get in, in the suitcases are randomised, so it just depends on what you get at the time. But, you know, once you get the uh, Uzi, go over to the other player, um, shoot it with the Uzi, and then drive back over a suitcase, get the next one, keep doing that. You'll get different ones at different times, but you will eventually get them. Um, other than that, the game itself, like I say, fun little game, quite easy. Um, you know, won't take you too long to get the Platinum. Um, so... Yeah, hope hope that's okay, guys. Hope you enjoyed listening. And I'll talk to you next week. As always, you can get in touch with me, Sidders1978 on the PSN, um, Sid at ProvingGamer.com on the email, or at Sidney on Twitter. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, talk to you next week. Keep getting those trophies. Bye. All right, and we're back. Thank you, Sid, for another episode of Sophie's Trophies. All right, now we have two topics of the week. All right, then the first topic uh, Alex has posed uh, for this week is what's the best games to play during October? Alex, since you brought the topic to the uh, agenda, why don't you start us off and explain where you're going with this? 
Well, I mean, everyone knows that October, especially getting into fall, it's a very colorful season. I think autumn's the best time of the year. But particularly when you get into autumn, you start thinking of October, and you start thinking of candy and trick-or-treating, and really Halloween. And, you know, that's where we got, you know, It's already come out, and the next Saw movie's supposed to come out within the next couple months, right before October, right before Halloween, actually. So I was just thinking, you know, for Topic of the Week, what's a game that you like to play during the the Halloween season? You know, scary games, because it gets to the point where once October comes, all these different TV channels at night are playing scary movies, like famous scary movies, you know, everything you're supposed to watch with the lights off. So what's, what's a, or some scary games that you like to play? Well, so really, that's all I'm example, going, that's like really the only place off. I'm going with this. What's your, what's your main hit? Okay, so, I, I, well, I have a few. Obviously, I think immediately comes to mind Dead Space. Uh, I, I think the Dead Space games, I've never played Dead Space 3. Uh, it was a PlayStation Plus free game, so I do have it for free on my console, so, so I could play it if I wanted to, I just never have. But Dead Space 1 and 2 are excellent games. Um, very, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, very creepy games, very, um... Perfect. Claustrophobic, oh, um... Oh, God, I can't think of the word. What is the word? Atmospheric, there we go. Very, very atmospheric games. Uh, very great sound design. Tremendous action, tremendous scares. So, I I think that those two games are ones that anyone should be, want to play during Halloween. Uh, I think Limbo is another great game to play during Halloween. If you're not really into the whole giant spiders or the more scary aspect of Halloween... Go play something fun like Costume Quest by Double Fine. Tim, Tim Schafer's Double Fine. Yep, Costume Quest are some... They're, they're very um, basic RPGs, but they're still very fun and cheeky and likable. And, they, of course, they have that Double Fine charm that we have all come to love over the years ever since, you know, Tim Schafer was involved in Monkey Island, Grim Fandango, and, of course, we got Psychonauts from them. So, uh, And Psychonauts is probably another good game to play during Halloween because there's some very... Uh, not creepy, but very car- cartoonish, almost ghoulish, otherworldly things going on there. Uh, and the other game I would suggest playing is, uh, I know I'm giving you a laundry list, but hey, it's an entire month, so go nuts, is uh, I would say Shadows of the Damned for the PlayStation 3. If you never played it, it's, uh, it's a very out-there game. It's, it's a very, like, my character's between hell and the, the, the realm on Earth, and very otherworldly and very odd. There's, like, goat heads that you have to shoot and uh, the enemy. I can't remember what his name is, but he's got, like, eight eyes or something like that. Uh, Shadows of the Damned. Go look it up if you've never heard of it. But um, it, it was an EA game, an EA published game. Um, so uh, I think that... Uh, wow, I didn't even mention Resident Evil in this at all. Resident Evil. Uh, I hear Seven's good. Well, uh, we were yeah, talking Shadows of the Damned, uh, Limbo, previously, the Spaces, like before the show Costume started, Quest. I think those are all and great games I to play during said Halloween. the only game that I play during October is Assassin's Creed because that's when Assassin's Creed comes out. And I love the series, and that's all I play. I think that if you're if you're looking for that atmosphere, yeah, because a lot of new games come out in October, so you know that's definitely something that pe- a lot of people are going to do. But if you want like that, that that spooky thing to just play, like maybe we have some friends over or whatever. Um, I think Bloodborne is a really good Halloween game. I think it's uh, it's terrifying, especially if you've never played it before. You could get your friends to play it. You know, just sit there and, and roam around and turn the corner and get eaten by some large, very large monsters. Um, uh, yeah, so Bloodborne, um, Friday the 13th is a great, obviously a great Halloween game, or a great October game. Um, and it's also not, it's a game you could drop in and, and you know, play a couple of rounds and drop out. You, you don't have to sit there and, and play through a story. Um, not a, It's not a time investment. Um, and uh, Until Dawn, 
I think is just fantastic. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think I think Bloodborne is going to be my number one pick for a Halloween spooky game. Like if I was to stream a uh, Halloween stream, I would probably do Bloodborne. Make it make it big as scary. I don't like to be spooked. I don't like to be scared. It's, it makes me very scary. I don't like it. Gives me the heebie-jeebies uh, and whatnot. I, I don't mean to derail you right now, but oh god, here we go. Yahoo Fantasy Football is cheating for Brady. Cheating? He's already got .5 points, and the game hasn't even started yet. Well, oh, you you probably have home field. Unbelievable. Don't be hating. I'm not hating. I'm just trying to figure out how Brady has any points, and the game hasn't been kicked off yet. Yeah, it is. It's 105. 105 what? Yeah, they're 30 seconds into the game. Yeah, it's 105. According to the stats, it's still waiting for kickoff. Uh, I doubt doubt that. I'm telling you, according to the... I'm not saying real life. I'm saying about... Never mind. Forget it. Forget it. Bloodborne. Yield, Yield. what about you? Well, since Alex took two... Since Alex took two... Forget about it. Forget uh, about it. He neglected to mention was murdered soul suspect. Ooh. Do you guys like spooky games? Because I really... That's, I, a, good, I, that's a good okay. call. When I get the jump scares and I jump and the controller goes flying, I, 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 I like it afterward because it's hysterical and I'm like, oh, I'm a complete idiot. But the mo- like leading up to the jumpy scary part, I am miserable. I, am, I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't see scary movies in the movie theater because I hate the spookies. I, don't, I just don't like it. Why, do you guys actually enjoy that? I was going to say, uh, I do, personally. There are two games, I remember specifically from the PlayStation 2, where I got really spooked out. Probably like to the point where I didn't want to go any further in the game because I knew it was coming for me. Uh, and those two games were Manhunt and then a game called Ghost Hunter. Uh, the hero protagonist was Lazarus Jones. Greatest name ever. Uh, oh, oh, I found. I thought of another game. To play during October, if you can find it, it's on the PS2. Dark Watch. Um, if you can ever, starring Jericho Cross. If you've never played that game before, go go play that. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, but uh, again, it's for the PS2. But Manhunt, the original Manhunt. There's a part in the game. Of course, it's a really like grisly, like dark, awful game where you kill people in like for like entertainment and like you have you. There's like tons of ways you can kill people, and it's all like basically style. There's a part in the game towards the end where you're trying to get to the main villain who can't defend himself really, so he's got kind of like this almost bodyguard like right in front of him. And you basically get up to like the like the later stages of the game and you're moving through this building and you get up to one floor and you've been hearing this entire like this build building to this entire part during the game about this character called Pigsy, which is a man in a pig's outfit, uh, like an actual like slaughtered skinned pig outfit and he's got a chainsaw. And he's running around this floor in this building, and you get up to this floor, and you know he's there, and you don't know where he's coming from, but as soon as you walk down the hallway, like, all of a sudden you hear this chainsaw blare, and he pops out, and he's chasing after you. That moment, like, I was, aff- like, I was like nervous that en- and anxious that entire time going through that floor before he showed up. The other one, Ghost Hunter, yeah, the other one, Ghost Hunter was the first level it had been building up. It was like an hour, two and a half hours, maybe three, where you're going through this old swamp town, and you had learned about 
how like some of the prominent members of the of the town had been murdered by this giant crocodile that lived in the swamp. And you're like, okay, I'm keep hearing about this crocodile. It's going to get to a point where the crocodile is going to come after me. So the entire level, you're wading through water. Sometimes you even have to get in water and swim. And it's like every time it's terrifying. So you get to the, eventually to the end, and the crocodile shows up. And you're trying to cross this bridge with this little girl, this little ghost girl that you found, you've befriended. And all of a sudden, the croc jumps in front of you to the point where you think he ate, like, tried to eat the little girl and destroys the bridge. And I turned around and go, fuck, nope, 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 and ran into a barn, a submerged barn, and stayed there probably for ten minutes, only sticking my head out and dipping my toes in the water to see if I can get the croc back out. Eventually in that fight, the crocodile, it turns out, had eaten one of the town members that it had been eaten is actually become somehow a giant in the croc's stomach. So the croc spits the guy out, who is now a giant, and the giant has the crocodile as an arm, which he uses to fight you with. So This sounds like an acid trip. Yeah. That was a, a very riveting trail, tale there. Well, well, I would just thought I would give examples of how I like to be scared. I mean, Tricky, you can talk about any game that has spiders in it. I mean, you obviously will be playing Limbo this, this month or next month. Oh, I know. I actually I did play Limbo until that spider came out and killed me, and I was like, oh, I'm done. Uh, that's that's the first level. That's like ten minutes. Uh, yes, in. yes. You, I'm not I'm not even uh, arguing that point. Well, then, uh, then go then go play Inside because Inside it does Inside have spiders? It's made by the same people. It's made by Playdead. I don't know, uh, but one of the one of the games that uh, like I I'm not a big jump scare uh, fan. Like I I don't like jump scares. And one thing that Until Dawn did that I I, I kind of thought like was a failure on their part, but it was it had good intention. Uh, with Until Dawn, if you have a PlayStation camera attached to your PlayStation as you play the game, the game actually takes a video of you when the jump scare is about to happen. Which is a cool feature, but the problem is that if you're playing in a dark room, which you should be doing if you're playing Until Dawn, the light on the camera turns on. To, and you can basically tell when the jump scare is about to happen because the light turns on the camera and it gives it away that you're about to be scared. I had no idea that was a feature. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was pretty damn cool. Like, you could actually see your reactions. But, you know, if once you're aware that that happens, like... If you're playing in a dark room, the light turns on the camera. It's very visible, and it lets you know that you know it's now recording you. I'm amazed that no one had mentioned, especially myself, had mentioned Until Dawn till now. So Until Dawn is actually before you play any of those other games. Until Dawn is the game that you should play this Halloween if you've never played it. Well, Matt, well you, Steve, don't, you don't listen Steven when I talk. Oh. Steven said it. Uh, well, I was just so caught up in Bloodborne. You got corn cobs in your ears too. Everyone's got fucking corn cobs. I was in their just, ears I today. was just riveted by your discussion of Bloodborne because I've never played Blood, Bloodborne before. Uh, but if you, if you oh, do yeah, want very, some cheap scares, scary. some cheap thrills, go play Slender, the original Slender. No, no. Terrifying. Terrifying. Stop it. All right, let's go into our second topic of the week, uh, which is going to be a little fun topic here. This is a topic to make fun of. And what I make fun of is I'm talking about Mr. Dual Screens himself, Mr. Steven. It's the he pool. has a, a pitiful, and I do mean pitiful, uh, platinum count. that he, they, It's so bad that he's even getting beaten by yield. <laughs> I'm getting annihilated okay. by everybody on this show. Mr. Jeff Hanner, who has negative one trophy, 
could have more Platinums than Steven in a week. That's pitiful. It's true. So our, so our topic of the week is how do we get Steven more Platinums? I, I need the I need the trophy whores, the trophy experts, to give me a roadmap. I mean, you all you all can see my platinum. You could all see my trophy percentages. You could see what games I should I should boot up and like what my roadmap should be. Because honestly, it's embarrassing. Uh, I I I have thought multiple times of t- of of turning down my duties as a host because I'm just I mean, people are tuning in and yeah, sure, maybe they like me or they like my insight, but I, I'm an embarrassment to the word trophy whore. Steven, let, let me ask you the all-important question. Yeah. How low are you willing to go? <laughs> um, well, I'm willing to go low if it's low and fast. I can't be going low. I can't be doing a Hannah Montana and wasting 10 hours trying to get a platinum. Are, are, you, are you willing to get dirty? Again, if I'm dirty, if it's quick and dirty, I'm, I'm all for it. But if I need to invest... You know, eight, ten hours to get a dirty, dumb platinum. I'm not interested in that. But uh, as you know, I did that stupid ten, one thousand puzzle game thing to get to to boost my platinum count to to increase my platinum count by twenty. What was it? Twenty five percent. So, well, how, how's your love of mayo? Uh, I've heard of this, and believe me, I've thought about it. <laughs> do you, Do you like being uh, having salvation with your terminators? Uh, no, no. Here's an even more important question, uh, because it'll actually give you a chance to enjoy some good stories. How much do you like adventure in Telltale games? See, that's the thing. I got burned out on the Telltale because I had to review so many of them, and playing them now, I'm just like, oh, I just want to do something. I was playing, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ! All I want to do is do something. All I'm doing is walking, and and choosing dialogue like it, 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 you're a superhero I, like I, I don't know I, that's, what, that's why I've stayed away from Batman like I understand the story's gonna be great but I, I'm so burnt out by it I don't wanna be I don't wanna screw myself you know what I mean I don't know I feel like that is the easiest way to get like four quick platinums cause I could do Batman I could do uh, Walking Dead I've already done on my PC but I could probably do season two pretty quickly um, season two don't have a platinum Oh, it doesn't. Oh, no, it's even worse. You see what I'm talking about? It's a game. Game of Game of Thrones was free for PlayStation Plus a month ago. I did. I downloaded it. I got it when it was free. Yeah, and my wife would love that because she loves Game of Thrones. But I'm also I only just started season three of Game of Thrones, uh, so it would be lost on me. So I'm trying to convince her to play it and just get me a platinum by sitting there and playing it. But she uh, do Life it. is Strange. That's another episodic game in that vein. That is a rather easy. Platinum, so you could go for that one. And- See, I, I, it, it, the the perfect game for me, as far as platinums go, are games that are, are like the Telltale games, where you just have to play it, just play it through. I don't I don't have time for multiple pl- multiple playthroughs because of the nature of my home life. I have an eight to five job where I'm on the train for ninety minutes each way, so like I'm out of the house from six thirty in the morning and I'm getting home at six thirty at night. And then I have responsibilities at home. And then I also write for the website. I do two podcasts a week. I'm editing two podcasts most of the time. It's just a lot. There's not a lot of time to sit down and play games. So for me, the the best games that I could think of, and you guys should should give me, you know, those, write those na- names of those games down, are games that I could go in, play through a story that has a little bit of action, that has, you know, a little challenge, so it's fun for me. 
and then at the end of the story, boom, I get a platinum. That's what I'm that that would be perfect for me. At least to get my wit, wet my whistle and get me motivated to start, you know, uh, multiplying that platinum count. Yield. What are your suggestions? Uh, pretty much everything I already mentioned. You could do the Sly Cooper collection. Yeah, okay. and I actually, and I actually found uh, references to Sly Cooper in Infamous Second Son. Early on in the game, if you go to a playground within Seattle, there are spray paintings of Sly Cooper. Yep. Yes, there is. So I'm thinking of based on my trophy list. I'm thinking Infamous Second Son. I should go and play through. I think I need any uh, any of the Infamous games. You should play that, through. That is one Those of all. That is one of my platinums. Infamous One is one of my platinums. Um, I don't think I own Infamous 2 anymore on my PS3. I got rid of almost all my PS3 games. Um, yeah. Um, so I would ha- it would have to be either something I have or like a PS Plus or like a cheap game because I don't want to spend too much money. Um, I think I should go... I, I think I could get the Final Fantasy 15 Platinum. Um, especially if Andy got it because Andy sucks at video games. So... I just got to beat that turtle. That turtle I hear is the hardest thing about that getting that platinum. Um, Ratchet and Clank I could probably get. I'm pretty... I, I mean, I beat the game, so now I just need to go to each level and like just play through them and find all the secrets and stuff. I could probably use a guide for that. Um, hopefully yeah. hopefully you're better um, at the races than that than Tricky is. I think I, I got the... I, di- I didn't get the trophy for the races, but I, but I am pretty good at them. I'm not, I'm not too bad at them. I can't. I can never get the Uncharted ones because crushing playthroughs or like the hard playthroughs. I just they're just not fun. I just I absolutely despise doing that. They're not fun. It's not that it's challenging. It's just that it's legitimately cheap and not fun. So I don't even bother with those. Um, those big open world games are impossible for me to platinum because they just require entirely too much time. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll just get fired from my job and collect unemployment and play games all day. <laughs> You get bored. You get bored with that. Oh, make dude. money on Twitch. Make money on Twitch by being a trophy hunter. Yeah, that would be. Uh, I, I, I'm like seven years behind. That's the only issue. People would be like, oh, "I played this game back at PlayStation 3. Ah, whatever. <sighs> Maybe we need a contest. Maybe that'll get me motivated. Maybe we need to do a trophy horror contest again. Well, see, I would. Uh say that we get you involved in the next tro- great trophy war but uh, I know a certain group of looters who are, are too scared to challenge us again so yeah guys do me a favor maybe in the uh, in the uh, trophy horse Facebook group give me a road map give me, give me something that I can just stick to and then I could report every week instead of talking about my trophies not moving I could actually talk about them moving and Start. Go get Hannah Montana. Doing stuff. Don't do that. Go get Hannah Montana. Don't do that. Listen, just just rip it off like a don't band-aid. Get it done. How long don't is it? Do how, it. Long, how long does it take? Don't do it. Don't bedazzle. Re- 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 honestly, it will take you probably about six to seven hours. Oh, man. Don't do it. You won't be respected. Oh, man. I feel like I Am do Mayo it. has more clout than Hannah Montana. No, it doesn't. Do it the honorable way. Well, there's another Just, there's another game that the people who did uh, My Name is Mayo put out that is supposed to be somewhat fun mi- and easy platinum. Mr. Masaji. Yeah, I heard about that one too. 
That one's actually kind of funny. Let's close out the show with some housekeeping. Thank let's, goodness. Let's clean this shit up. Proofagamer.com is looking for some writers, podcasters, videos, news, sports, and generalized help with the site. If you're interested in applying, go to Proofagamer.com, click on the Help Want tab, and fill out the application, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. While you're there, be sure to check out all of our articles and all of our videos. Speaking of our videos, they can be found on YouTube by doing a search for Official Proving Gamer. You can also check us out on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv backslash Proving Gamer. Uh, yeah. I was about to go into something else, but I forgot what I was going to say. If you're going to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us several ways. The first one is our phone number. 330-PROVEN-9. 330-776-8369. Sorry, dude. He asked me to do it for like three weeks in a row, so I'm I'm like really nervous about it now, so I'm sorry if I jumped the gun. <laughs> no, awesome. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> yeah, that that was kind of yield job. I was about to say thank you, yield. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, you'll, you're going to have to make up for it later in the show somewhere. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, if you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, you can contact the site at Proving Gamer. Contact the show at Joe for yours. You can contact me at Tricky Mick. Contact Alex at Saunders Rex. You can contact Yielded. I yield to no one. And you can contact Steven at Batchild27. Yep. If you listen to this podcast, we greatly appreciate it. Be sure to go listen to our other podcasts. PG spoilers, the smart marks, Nintendo dual screens, and game stuff. All the podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your various podcast applications on your smart devices, Google Play, TuneIn, and you can listen to the smart marks and the trophy horrors on iHeartRadio. Steven would like me to let everybody know the review and subscribe. I thought that was pretty much a standard, but thank you, Steven. No, people always forget. Subscribe to the damn show and review us. It helps the show get in front of more eyes. If you're looking to get more involved with us, you can get in play, involved with our PlayStation 4 communities. There is one for Proving Gamer, uh, called Proving Gamer. There's one called T-Dubs Brothel. Why, Yield? Because Shay... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Gold jacket, oh green jacket, God. who gives a shit? <laughs> I, I, I want to continue, but I'm sure watching Steven, and I just can't keep going. That's the first time I heard it in its natural form. I've always heard the stories about the fuck-ups, but that was the first time I heard it in its natural state. (laughs) (laughs) You're making him laugh so hard he's coughing. Oh, and I don't even smoke. Dude, just look at what's on your foot. It's a shoe. And just say, hey, shoe, hey, shoe, hey. That's it. Shuhei Yoshida. (laughs) I'm going to keep going because Steve's not going to stop laughing. It's. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Yield. That was just. That was just awesome. Because Shuhei would not let us say whores on the network. You can get a hold of a Yield's Guild. <laughs> you can get a. You could be a part of Yield's PlayStation 4 community called the Platinum Guild. 
Uh, do you have any uh, new post in there, Yield? No. Uh, <laughs> that's going to close out our housekeeping, but we do have some sponsors. Our first sponsor is Extra Life. Alex, tell us about Extra Life. Extra Life, if you don't know what it is, is a 24-hour gaming marathon. It's going to happen this year on November 4th. It is run to benefit the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. If you are interested in joining, you can join as part of a team. You can join, create your own team, or you can go play solo. Uh, the website you want to go to is extra-life.org. You go there, and you pick the first you sign up, and then you pick a Children's Miracle Network hospital to represent. And from there, you collect sponsorships, donations, to support your 24-hour or 25-hour gaming marathon, uh, what you really need to know is that all the collection, all the donations and sponsorships you collect, will go 100% to the Children's Miracle Network Hospital that you have opted to represent. So it's a great cause. the The motto for Extra Life is "Play Games, Heal Kids." So it's a win-win situation. And uh, yeah, November 4th, extra-life.org, and uh, get get signing up now because it's September, middle of September. All right, and our other sponsor is Amazon. Steven, tell us about Amazon. Oh, Amazon.com is a sponsor on uh, on our beautiful website and this podcast. Um, so you could go to ProvingGamer.com. There's an Amazon uh, ad. Just click that. It'll bring you to Amazon.com. Do your shopping as normal. Uh, we get a percentage of uh, whatever the cost is of your of your whatever purchase. Uh, it gets, just gives us a little kickback. It doesn't cost you anything extra and helps out the website tremendously. Also, if you are an Amazon Prime user, you can use your uh, free Twitch Prime subscription on our Proving Gamer Twitch stream. That really helps us a lot as well. Tricky, is that special still going yep, on? All for, of September. Uh, half price? Yep, all throughout all of September, the Prime subscriptions are actually half price, so it only costs you 250 if you're not using your Prime, but... Whatever. So you get your free Prime. You have to log in every month and give us your your subscription. Uh, it does go kick back and go back to zero. So that's uh, www.twitch.tv/provinggamer. Uh, it is still free, but you do again. You have to click. All right, month. that is going to bring us to the end of the show. But we do have some shoutouts. We're going to start with our first shoutout: the Shoe Hate Lover himself. I yield to no one. Uh shout out to you guys for recording, the fans for listening, and uh, yeah, that's it. Well, I was quick and to the point. Steven! Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Yield, for allowing me to laugh at your expense. I really appreciate it. I really needed to see that firsthand. But don't worry, we're going to get through this. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll fix that. Um, ch- shout out to the rest of the guys. You, you know, Alex, Tricky, thank you for doing this. This is great. I have a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to air conditioning, which will be on because it is hot as hell in this room right now. Um, shout out to deodorant because I am sweating like a pig and it's making me smell nice and fresh. Um... Shout out to you, the listener. Thank you very much for all your support. Um, and shout out to my wife, who's been cooped up upstairs in the uh, on the third floor so that the kids don't make so much noise. So thank you. Alex? I would love you to I, me, Alex, that's me. I would like to give a shout out <laughs> to the listeners, <laughs> as always. Did you did you just try to say Hugh Hey too? No, no, no. I just kind of fucked it up there uh, at the beginning, so I wanted to kind of realign, get back on track. Uh, I want to thank the listeners as always for being awesome and subscribing to the show, or leaving a review, or just listening. Uh, we appreciate you all spending time with us every week because there's many, many other things you could be doing with your time, but you choose to listen to us, and that's awesome. So thank you for being the gasoline in this bonfire, this raging trophy horse bonfire. Because we like getting platinums. Even Steven, which is why we're helping him get Mo Platinums. Mo Platinums, no more money. But, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I want to give a shout out to all those recording. Give a shout out to Tricky, a shout out to Yield, as well as a shout out to Steven, uh, as well as a uh, shout out. I haven't done it in a while. A shout out to Troy. Uh, Yeah, Troy, of course, uh, not a trophy tour anymore, but uh, give a shout out to him because we miss him. Why? Why? Why do you? Why do you? Because we all miss Troy. It's it's the elephant in the room. Let's not. Let's not. Yeah, but that's JT's fault. Man. Calling him out hardcore on uh, shoutouts. Listen, I'm I'm pissed off about it. Uh, a shout out to Sly Cooper, who I found in uh, a cameo as a as graffiti in Infamous Second Son. Uh, and as always, lastly, a shout out to my love Chelsea. Uh, thank you, baby, for all your support. Thank you for all the quality time we get to spend together. She's been gone all weekend, and I get to see her today, so I'm very very excited. Uh, so I love you, honey. And uh, yeah, shoutouts. Right, I want to give a shout out to Yield, who I I know gets a little myth of us making fun of him trying to say Shuhei, but it's absolutely funny. And one day, the joke will be over, and Yield will be able to say Shuhei, no problem. Yield, I love you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Shuhei, let him say your name. <laughs> uh, give a shout out to Steven and Alex for recording so early on this day. Uh, shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to. Sweet Mama D and the goddess who uh, have currently left and are on the road. The, uh, the goddess is making her way to Jersey to fuel up the car. Get me uh, a Wawa iced tea and a carton of cigarettes because I'm not paying $14 a pack in New York. How about you not pay $14 a pack at all and just stop smoking? Well, I am working on that. Actually, my daughter has me on a, uh, a cigarette restriction. I'm only allowed 15 cigarettes a day now. How many a day? Do you actually 15. smoke Only? 15? Well, I used to smoke a pack to a pack and a half a day. Now, that that's anywhere from 20 to 35 cigarettes. I'm now down to 15. How are you right, How are now. you alive? <laughs> it's uh listen, it, instead of criticizing me, why don't you give me compliments for cracking down on my so- smoking? Well, I'm glad that to see that you're 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 cracking down on your smoking. <clears throat> But you've also tried to quit before, and I understand it's a hard thing to do, but like, I would like to see yes. you quit for your yeah. own long-term health and for the sake of the goddess and Poochie and Sweet Mama D. Uh, there's no more Poochie. It's now Zuccarella. We've officially changed no, our name. Well, I got a phone call. Hold on. Oh, he's getting a phone call from the goddess right now, I guarantee you. All right, well, if there's nothing else, until next week. Happy trophy hunters. The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines.